When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you know that Kinda Dating Now has merch? Yep, we collaborated with tpublic.com to create t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers, iPhone cases, and so much more. Picking up one of our items is a great way to support the show and grab some swag for yourself. So swing over to tpublic.com or follow the link in the description of this episode to grab yours today. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues. Today's topic is prioritizing yourself in a relationship. How do we do it? Let's find out. Hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel. You're listening to Kinda Dating. Um, Aisha's not here with us today, but you know this whole spiel. I do it every episode. And if you don't, all right, here we go. It's that we really need you to tell your friends to subscribe to this podcast um, wherever you get it. And if you haven't, what the fuck are you doing? Um, Please check your phones. Uh, It really helps us out. So please subscribe to this podcast. And again, yeah, word of mouth. That's how we spread. Um, Also, give us a five-star rating or review. Nothing under five. If you got other opinions, keep them to yourself. I'm good. We good. I get it. You can ping me separately. But on the charts, give us five. That's what we need. Um, And also, we're on social media. We're at Kind of Dating across the board. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, and Natasha dot Chandel on TikTok. All right, guys, we got a really cool episode here uh, today. I have a social media friend, (laughs) Uh, a fellow brown girl, amazing actor. She's a producer. She's a dancer. You have seen her act in uh, great shows like Long Slow Exhale and Little Voice. So, guys, please welcome Shalini Bathina. Did I say it right? You said it perfectly. Okay, good. I was like, you that's terrible you know. if it's a brown girl. I said the last name wrong. <laughs> I know. Um, Did you do the first name? Yeah. What do people say? Shalini. Yeah. That's an annoying it's one. not fun. Sounds like weenie. So yeah. Upset every time. I get Chandel as the Chandel. last name. Yep. And I don't know why that annoys me. I'm always like. It doesn't sound right. <laughs> but it's like, if somebody said Shondell, I'm like, ooh, that sounds, oh, right. that sounds like a. Change it to that. French soap opera star. I'll take that. <laughs> but, um, and then what about your last name? Do people get that right? Well, that one generally, yeah. Bethina, I think they see it. And I, I feel like that's even the wrong pronunciation. It's probably like Bethina or something, but yeah. <clears throat> we oh, just really? Bethina. Yeah. But my family says Bethina. So, okay. Bethina, it's evolved into Bethina. Yes. Yeah. Right. And where are you guys from? My parents are, my parents are from Hyderabad, Andhra Pradesh. Um, I grew up there for a bit too. I'm Telugu. Yeah. Best um, biryanis come oh, from Hyderabad, no? Best biryani. Yeah, absolutely. I, I haven't had it, but my cousins in India, last mm-hmm. time we went, like he went to work in Hyderabad and he, he uh-huh. just like brought back boxes of yeah, Hyderabad. The right biryani. Yeah. 
Yeah. Where are you from? Um, my mom is from Bombay. Dad's from Delhi. Oh. Um, but I'm half Sindhi, half Rajput. God. Two types nobody's so, heard of. It's always fun. A little mix. No, I don't yeah. Cindy's are Cindy's pretty popular. That's Rajput good. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, to the regular population. Yeah, to the regular They're population. the ones, like, nobody what gets. They're like, yeah. hmm. Like, did you say Hindi wrong? And I'm like, Hindi? Yeah. <laughs> Hindi. It's Hindi. Um, but okay. So we we ask every guest the same question. Uh, I'm really excited to have you. I know we were coordinating for a while. You were thank you for being patient. No, you were being cool. You were on a show, man. Like you were doing press on this great show. Um, Long Slow Exhale. How was that experience? It was good. Um, I've done press for Little Boy, so it was kind of a nice uh I had like a little bit of a boot camp for that one. And so this time it was a little bit easier. I think I press terrifies me. So I was able to get a little bit of a, you know, education from the first time. And then the second, I was like, oh, it's my man. I like, feel like I'm pretty decent at this now, or I can not be a nervous wreck at least before every interview. Um, yeah. So it was really fun. It was great. The show came out in uh, a couple months ago and released over the course of the month. And it's out if you guys want to watch it. It's on Spectrum Originals. Yes, um, watch yeah. it, guys. Support, support. Yeah. Um, so, okay, Shalini, we ask every guest, this is the real first question. We always ask, single or in a relationship? I am in a relationship. I'm married. All these hearts have immediately yeah. broken. <laughs> so many hearts. I'm hearing them getting crushed. They're just like, how long have you been married? I've been married for, it'll be four years this year. Whoa. I did the long, long, long-term relationship. I've been t- with him for a very, very long time. Whoa, really? Like, is that yeah. like your your soul relationship or yeah. were you? Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I got very, very lucky and like, you know, yeah, I did. I did. I, I think if I w- didn't find him, I'd probably be like just single. Yeah. I wasn't a big dater or anything. And then I was like really avoided it. And then I kind of you know, was like having fun. And then I was like, I don't know. I know pretty quickly when things are not gonna, or I'm not feeling it mm-hmm. with that. And then it happened and then it happened hard and then it just stayed and then kept staying and then was there. And then just, yeah. So now it's, it's, it's so rare. It's just impossible. It feels, yeah. I feel like yeah. my friends in Toronto where I'm from, like they, they sort of have that experience, you know, mm-hmm. some, some have only dated one or two or three. And then I'm always like, they must just think I'm a fucking thought because I have dated so much <laughs> that it's like, holy shit. I think that's like, I feel like that's what I'm saying. If I didn't do that, I'd be that. I'd be doing exactly that. So I don't, I don't see it as like a either, or I think it's just to get lucky or you just you keep finding, you keep searching and keep searching. And that's just what it is. Yeah. So you've been with this person a long time. Do you almost even remember what your life was like before? No, no I don't. I was a different human. I've been different humans in this relationship. Like I've been four different people in this relationship. We've been four different people. Really? So what do you mean by that? It's like we were really young. We grew up together, essentially. And so I think our 20s, we were together. So, you know, your 20s are just massive changes almost every two years. You just feel like a, an entirely different person, whether it's through work or new friends or just like growing up, being mid-20s to like late 20s. I just feel like every year I've had some major breakthrough in some way um, or 
the other way. So I, I just feel like we've grown together really, really well, but we've also had a lot of time apart. He stood travel for work. So we did our own thing for a while, but I feel like I was very adamant to have my own independent life. And he was very adamant to have his own independent life during the relationship. So I was making my own friend circle, social circle, life, career, everything. We have completely different careers. It's like not even overlapped at all. So there's no um, real connection in that way other than us like sharing with each other. So I think there's that that way we've had our, we lived in our own separate worlds and changed according to that and then come back into the relationship and adjusted. And as women, you know, like we mature a little faster and they don't. So there's a lot of trailing and hardship in that where I'm becoming a different person. He's a different person. So we're trying to adjust back to each other. And so I feel like we've done four different people. I feel like a completely different person now than when we started dating. Like we look at old pictures and I'm like, oh my God, do you remember those people? Those two like idiots? Like we're just fucking around, like didn't know what the hell they were doing with each other. And it's just, and it's now we've created a family unit and it's a lot of work. And yeah. It is. It is a lot of work. I mean, I'm now in a relationship and I have, you know, was single forever. So um, it's been almost two and a half years. And uh, yeah, the longest adult one. Um, And I find it hard to like, I think we're both we're both very independent people, but I find it hard no matter what to find time for yourself. Like, I then I think about my friends who have kids and who have like families or like or come from bigger families, you know, that require a lot of their time. Like both of us are transplants. We're both from different countries. Our families aren't around. So like there's still some limp, you know, we still have a little more free time than other people do. But like do you did you sort of notice that? Like did you kind of go through any period of like ah, why need me time? Literally every day. Um, I feel like it's getting worse now because you're getting older. And I think when you're young, you're like, oh, I just want to put in, like, you don't see that the, the time kind of flies by with like putting in a lot into your relationship, but also being able to be social, also being able to focus on your career. I just had more energy then. And now it's like, it's a full job to be in a relationship that, and especially if you're going through some kind of difficult period, it really, really, it's emotionally, physically, everything it's taxing. So I really genuinely feel like it's a, like a part-time job at least to work on a relationship and then also have your own career. And then also think I'm in my thirties. Should I, we need to, should we have kids? What's, what's the thing with that? What's the timeline for that? I'm in the sim- similar boat where I, I do have a huge family and he has a huge family, but they're not with us in LA. Um, my parents live in the Bay Area and the whole family's there. And then his family's in Chicago. So it's kind of nice. We do like certain times where we go to each, each of them. We do feel a little bit of pressure because they do like, when are you going to see us? And his whole family, for example, all live in Chicago. They all get married there. They stayed there. And so they spend a lot more time together. So we always feel a little guilty. We're like, oh, should we? And we're like, no, this is a different lifestyle. It's okay. We have to be okay with what we've created for ourselves and not have this external pressure of what it used to be and having that be a part of our lifestyle. Like, I, I think we're happy now that we've set some boundaries, to be honest, <laughs> of like, yeah. we'll come visit when we can and you can come visit if you want. Um, but yes, I, I think um, 
really though it's the the emotional taxing part of it and trying to find some time with focusing on like career for me was the biggest thing where I was like if I'm my whole day is wrapped up in this I have limited time during the week to put in my energy for my career and I noticed that during difficult times where I've just like felt such a lull or slow in my career because I didn't put enough energy into it because of this so there's always sacrifice in that way and I always like it's you have to kind of think it as a sacrifice. Um, but at the end of the day, like he matters the most and he's like, we created a really nice life and we have a lot, there's so much love there. So it's like, you know, it's, it's worth it in at the end of the day. So I think there's so many people we always hear from our friends. We're like, they're looking for something like this. And then I always have to remind myself, like I've been in it for so long that sometimes you forget the point of like, putting so much energy into a relationship, but I'm like, Oh no, reminder, this is what people are looking for. And including myself, that's what I wanted. So I had to just switch my thinking a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think no matter what we've said it on the podcast a lot, um, relationships take work, you mm-hmm. know, it takes as much work mm-hmm. as your career does. It takes as much work as anything. And like, you want to get in shape, it's going to take yeah. work. You want to do any of it, yeah. you know, requires the same amount. Um, I do find like, I mean, I'm curious what you think of why, why is it so easy for us, not just as women, I think as people, because I think this happens to guys too. Like, why is it so easy for us to lose ourselves in a relationship? Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think somewhat is, some of it is fear-based. Some of it is, um, we're adaptable beings. I think we, if if you are an adaptable person, then it's very easy to lose yourself in the other person just to work things out or to be accommodating or, um, and it's comfort. It's so comfortable to just have like someone who just gets you and you get them, but it's easier to adapt to get them. So I think we're, we're adaptable creatures. That's one, but I feel like there's, I, there's different variations of this different. I feel like different relationships are you know, their own unique journey. But I think one of the other things I've noticed is fear of fear of losing that person. You end up mm-hmm. losing yourself in that way. That, I've seen that more often than not. Um, and it's also like just so much easier too, right? Yeah. To like do the same thing with this person that's already there. Like yeah. I don't have to make, I don't have to reach yeah. out with somebody on a text and try to make a yeah. plan and be like, we're going here and blah, blah. I'm yeah. like, listen, Friday. You want to go do this? Yeah, great. Okay, great. We just hop in a yeah, car and we go together and it's it's so just easy. much easier. And you're like, I was like talking to Anke about my husband about this and I was like, it's nice that we can be alone around each other and like he can really just, and he's an only child, so he really craves his alone time. I think I actually learned it from him a lot. I grew up with two siblings, so I was always around people all the time. Um, and you know, your personality get morphed because of your siblings. So I always was like, I'm comfortable being like by myself with another human being there, but he's like, I need you to not be around me. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Like, so I think there is like a, a level of with even your partner, you, there is a sense of alone time, even when you're together versus if you make friends or like go outside or meet someone or like early on a dating, it feels like socializing. And it feels like you have to put an effort. And it's hard. That's hard for like introverts, right? Because like oh, I'm 100%. surprising, 
fact that I'm an introvert. So <laughs> as much as like I enjoy being around people, I, I do my work mm-hmm. and it's all very like external. external I yeah. really need to recoup by myself. Yeah, I'm absolutely. just somebody who like when I'm home, I'm really quiet. Sometimes he doesn't know I'm around. Like <laughs> I'll ju- I just sit in my room. I like do my work or I'll just quiet. Like when I go home to Toronto, I sit very quietly. Like I wake up early in the morning just to sit like by myself because <laughs> I just need like an hour to myself in the morning. And and those are things that I've had to say like in advance yeah. in relationships like, hey, don't get offended, but I need me time. Like I get really worked up if I don't have certain things that I do by myself or like, but I still find it like, I think the other part of why it's so easy to lose yourself and saying it again is time. Yeah. Right. Like I could still say I want me time. And now I'm just like, wait, when, when do I do that? When do I schedule this? My calendar. Yeah. Yeah. You also find that people only like talk to, to you guys as like a couple. Ugh, yes. Um, I think we have very different social circles now. Like we both have different, again, because we're not in the same industry, I think. And he's again, traveled. So he has, we have friends from all over the country and I have my own friends from all the country. So in some ways, like if they're my friends, they look at me as me. If it's his friend, they look at him as him. But if they're like our friends, then yes, we end up becoming somewhat of a couple, but we're also very, um, again, like individual people and we're, we're, we're not a very morphed couple, you know, like the ones that just constantly hang around each other. We're just, we're, we're so we're social people too. So in a social setting, we kind of drift off and do our own thing. So I think that way people recognize that we're, we're very um, adamant to show that we have our own personality. (laughs) And some are like, I'm, I'm me and he's him. Um, But I, yeah, but people do, they know that we've been together for so long. So there is a little bit of like, um, how's Anke? Like, what's going on? Like, there's a, you know, joining of that. But at, uh, usually it, it can go, it depends on the situation and depends on the people that we meet. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, I have been all, many versions of this. Like I have been in relationships where you're just totally lost and like, that's the person and not even meaning to, but yeah. you're just like around them all the time. And, and sometimes it's like, you're having fun. Yeah, you genuinely are. You're like, hey, like I, I found the person I have a lot of fun with. So like, why am I going to try to find 80 other people? Let's just keep having fun in this and forget that there are other people. You know, Absolutely. when you remember the other people, when you have a fight. <laughs> so like, I need to get out of here. And then I'm like, now yeah. I'm not having fun with you. Who do I vent to you about? And you need that. You need that. You yeah. need another person to vent about this person. Because like there's this concept. I'm curious like how you feel about it of like, uh, oh, my partner is my best friend. Um, we were friends before we dated. Oh, He was like my cool. best friend. <laughs> yeah. So he was my best friend before we dated. He is my best friend. I do tell him everything. Yeah, I tell him everything. I'm also just a kind of an open book generally with people if I like. No, you well if you want to bitch about him for a little bit? Oh, what then I go to like? people. Then I, oh, I bitch about him to him. And then I go and separately go bitch about him to other people. And then I come back and say, I bitched about you to that person. Yeah. So it's a very like, <laughs> everyone's totally. in communication and there's no lies. But I do have like, I have my like closest friend since I was a kid. Um, she's a very even keel person. So it's easy to kind of like, I'm like 
a little bit more fiery so I can kind of say what I want to say, how I want to say it to her and she'll take it. Yeah. And my sister is fantastic. It's just my sister is like, knows him really well too. Cause she lived with us. We three, the three of us lived together for a bit. Um, so she's very, very close to him and, um, they're like very tight. They're very similar too. So I think she understands him, but she understands me really well. And especially on a women, like a women's perspective, because half the time it's just for like, you don't understand girls this way. And you want like, you know, you're just a little dense about this. Um, so I can talk to her, like I bitch about him all the time to him, to her. And she's like able to give me proper advice, but also like just hear me out and then understand his perspective. So it's like, a, I have like the right people and I only keep like a couple of those. I used to like kind of tell other people, I'm like, I need to like not tell everyone. <laughs> Yeah, no, you can't air my laundry to like literally all my friends. So now we're finding a balance of like just tell two people when it's really problematic. When you want to just like you know talk shit, that's fine. But yeah, it's tough, right? Because like your girlfriends will always ask. Everybody's like, "So how's it going? Tell me." Really, he did that, and (laughs) and then you just find yourself like about something that you didn't mean to. Um, Yeah, it's you shots in, and you're like. It's because, like, I feel sometimes society puts us in a thing like the second you're in a relationship, you I feel like society does it to us, too, where it's like you don't exist as a person anymore. Here's an invite for both of you. Here's a, you know, um, sometimes like I don't I'm like, I want to just go to this thing by myself. Yeah. And like what happened to me, me existing? I thought you were my friend. Agreed. I also have people to stop calling you because they're like, oh, she's probably wants to hang out with her husband or she's probably like doing that. I'm like, what the hell? I like, I'm still here. Like, so yeah. I realized I had to make more of the effort to be the one to be like, no, 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 I'm available. But it was just annoying because it's like, we've, we've been pegged in this box now and I'm just, I don't know how to get out of it other than me, like literally like screaming my <laughs> and clawing my way out. You're like, it's we're not a traditional couple. We don't want to be a traditional couple. Like, but it happens also to people with kids, right? Like we oh, yeah. stop inviting people out because we think like, oh, they're with their kids all the time. So like, I don't even want to, I'm not even going to ask. Yeah. Um, and they said no two times. So I'll never ask again. I'm like, guys, you got to keep making the effort. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have some really good friends. My best friends in Toronto, they've been married for a long time. And, you know, she was kind of like, like your situation. She's been with him, that, that one person since college. And, um, they have three kids, but they are so adamant about like they do their own thing. So she even if she can't stay late, she'll still always come out and just do like a girl's lunch or, uh, you know, uh, just come out for drinks and then she'll go. And um, and we always appreciate that. And because of that, we're always like, hey, you're invited. <laughs> always invited. Yeah, I think that's like it's it, maybe it is a partly because we've been in a rela- we've been in a relationship for so long that we're like this can get really monotonous. So we need to be able to break this up and still have like live our twenties and our thirties. You know, I'm not, I always say this, like I'm married, not dead. Like, like, you know, like people get really uncomfortable when other guys hit on me at a bar or something and they get really protective. And then really like, I'm like, he can talk to me. Like it is not a big deal. Like, and I literally, I'm like, I'm married, not dead. Like, 
I'm not a corpse walking around this bar. Like people can't make, I, I don't have like a chastity belt. I'm like, what is wrong? Yeah. I'm not going to do anything. And like scarlet letter, <laughs> scarlet letter. The minute I like even make eye contact with, like one of my friends was like, I'm so worried about Shalani. I know she's not going to do anything, but still I'm like, you guys like, but like are they worried you might do something? Are they worried that I might do something? Now I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> then I go home and I tell him like I'm like yeah this guy flirted with me he's like oh that's fun like it's like it's not a fucking big deal like we you know there's a lot of tr- we have trust that's why we got married and we work at it it's not like we just go okay it's there we can just fuck around and I don't know I just I do I, I think it's hilarious I, in both ways like in socializing too I'm like guys like we just have someone at home it doesn't mean I can't come out like yeah yeah that's a big worry when to have children and like people just that's another box that they like peg you in. And I see that happening. We're, we're always like, let's push that for a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely where I stand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm never going to do anything. Never gonna do it. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, no, it's a good point you brought up. So, so, um, you know, my boyfriend has a day job, but he's also like a, he's a DJ. And so that's something he does at night. And I, I do stand up. So we have sort of night gigs. Night lives, yeah. But we and we go and there are some events we go and support each other. And there are some where we have to be like, hey, like this is more of like a networky kind of thing. I got to be able to talk. And then even there, like he's a DJ. And because maybe because we're in entertainment, like I get it. I'm very like, you don't you don't want to be hanging around your girlfriend the whole night. And I was like and so sometimes I'll see girls hitting on him. And it doesn't bother me at all. I'm like, this. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Plug your Instagram. <laughs> literally like telling him how to promote himself all the time. And and then I just like also back away because you got to like let somebody be a person and let them feel that like lovedness of yes. being an artist. Yes. And the spectrum of living a life outside of a relationship that has nothing to do with the relationship. And it's not harmful like if it's harmless it's totally fine yeah i agree and especially if it's for work i'm there also though conversely we are that couple that that are like super touchy-feely kissy even at parties (laughs) and i think like people think that does this happen to you do people think like you're faking it they think like these too much act they must actually have a horrible relationship (laughs) overcompensating because we are always like we laugh after we're like oh they probably just think like we're we're overly yeah but it's really never thought of it that way because like we'll we'll go and talk to other people, but then we'll they always come back, back and be like, yeah. mm, I love you. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't even think about it that way. Now I'm like, probably. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm oh, like, oh yeah. my gosh, we're that couple that people are probably annoyed with. Like, oh, this is gross. They like each other. Like, are they <laughs> like liking it? <laughs> Wait, now I'm like, I'm curious. Now I'm going to. Because you know those couples that. on Instagram, right? Like you see yeah. those people that you're like, yeah. Okay. This is a lot. Like you're the amount that you're posting is like, yes, are you, yes, yes. Are you really happy or are you like overcompensating? Mm-hmm. Like trying yeah. to. Yeah. That's I mean, true. We're, we're assholes. We're judging. I know. We're just like everyone's fake. <laughs> <laughs> I do think there is a level now that everyone's just like aggressively posting about their relationships. So I'm like, it's different than it's ever been before. Like on TikTok, at least it's like entire TikTok pages about relationships. I was like, wow, this is 
I, I, we don't, we don't post about ours at all. Mm -hmm. We don't, we've never publicly, I I acknowledge it all the time on the podcast in life. Everybody knows (laughs) with me to everything. It's in my standup, but I don't post pictures and stuff like that. And, uh, and he doesn't either. Um, but yeah, there, I have contemplated the couples TikTok. I was like, should we, we, we make a couples TikTok and like be famous? (laughs) I was like Get brand deals and make money off of this shit. Like, yeah, we're already doing work. We could just like film it. Yep. But then I'm also just like, but I, I just don't want to have my own thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what it comes down yeah. to. Yeah. And I don't want that judgment of like, do they have problems? I'm like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. It's true. And sometimes it's like, I guess if it came up organically, maybe yeah, it would make absolutely. sense, right? But when the second we're thinking like, <laughs> maybe it'll make us famous. Yeah. And problem. The problem. <laughs> the problem. <laughs> so, so how do you find time for yourself? Like at this point, or maybe even over the years, how has that evolved for you? Was it a conversation you had beforehand that I need time? I mean, you said that he kind of said that to you, but how do you kind of, how do you mold you time? Um, it's It's been like up and down in terms of, how we've figured out the balance of it. We do now COVID is completely different, right? And we spend so much time together because he works from home. I'm working from home. So we're always here. I tend to leave the house more. And then now with things being open, but his work is still at home. So the COVID was a big, like, so before I was traveling for work a lot. So I was able to really take my time. And then once COVID hit, we were finally able to like spend some more time together. Mm-hmm. I think initially it was actually harder to spend time together because of work schedules. And I was kind of being very unavailable to travel. Like that's one way we love to spend time together is go on trips. And there was a period where I was like, oh, I can't make that trip now. We got to cancel it. It had happened too many times. And then he was getting a little frustrated. But I think for him, he lost the point of what I was doing. I was like, this is work. Like, I have to do this. Like, I will travel when I can travel. I cannot do this. This is my, this is, I'm gearing up and I need to make sure that thing is running. So it took, those conversations had to happen of like, you need to be a little bit more accommodating. I don't have the nine to five like you. Mm -hmm. You don't have those like PTO set dates. So yes. Um, and he's like, he works in tech and stuff. So it's very traditional and mine is not. I think over the years, there's aspects of it he understood and then aspects of it that changed over the course of my career as I got more success that was like, oh, fuck, it's a different ball game now. Um, so now we're finally on the safe page and he's like, so like, you have work, you got to go work. That's, that makes sense. Um, COVID for sure helped because we got to spend more time together. And the first six months of COVID, we were like, oh my God, we get to like be around each other all the time and great and didn't have the distraction of family or friends or anything, social life. So that happened. And then six months in, we're like, ah, like, we can't do this anymore. Yeah, cool. Good to see you. Too much of a good thing can be freaking fucking horrible. Yeah. So that took a turn and we missed our friends. We missed our family. And then I regained that balance. And now that things are coming back into social life, we are finally, I feel like we have a proper balance of like going out, saying no to things when we need to, spending time together. And it's, it's been a, a, a seamless, I think now it's very seamless and it's like unspoken and we just know when we need the time when we don't need the time. And, um, but it took a long time, I think years and years of adjusting, readjusting, adjusting, readjusting, just with the world changing and also our own um, needs changing. I think 
we were really bad with boundaries in general. And now we're able to like mm. really set those with friends, family, everyone. We're trying, we're people, definitely people pleasers. So this was like a big, this year has been a little shift of, no, I need to prioritize my work and I need to prioritize your work. I need to prioritize my time. Like now I'm like, I'm going to go see friends um, tonight, actually, spontaneously. We're, we're going to go have dinner. I'm going to go out with them. They're like, yeah, he's like totally fine. I'm going to come at like 4 a.m. Like, that's totally fine. Like, do your thing. Same thing he did the other day. And I was like, hey, I'm going to hang out with my friends after. We just communication is always necessary for us. So just letting us in the loop versus us waiting around the phone. So that was it's now so easy that there's there's no hard feelings. We always think they're like, oh, they're going to be upset. Yeah, and it isn't there anymore, and that's like literally. I think in the last few months, we finally reached like a. Plus, we're both in therapy, and I think that's really helped us. <laughs> that is in some way. Oh my god! So it's it's just literally changed changed our lives. I think that's a big part of me prioritizing myself was doing therapy and yeah, making sure I knew what my needs were and his needs, and then separating but together. Makes sense. No, totally. I mean, it's so important. Um. I think, you know, how do you though, or maybe this is more of a him thing, but you said like he needs like alone time. time. Yeah. Which is different, right? Like I think we can, we still don't feel as bad to say like, hey, I'm going to go hang out with some friends. But how do you tell somebody, I don't want to hang out with friends or you? I just want to be alone and like go for a hike by myself. Absolutely we just started doing like saying it now like I didn't notice when he needed it I was just like kind of clueless about it like literally two days ago he was like kind of getting like antsy and like not even antsy but just like moody and quiet and I was like what are you doing? I'm, like, I'm like bugging him and I bug him so I'm just like very touchy so I just like like climb him and do things and he's like can I just have like just like some alone time I need alone time that's what he said I was like, ah, that's okay. That's having, yes, you can have a long time, whatever you want. And he's like, yeah, just like, don't be around me. And I was like, okay. So what we now do is like, cause if we have a small place, sometimes he'll go to the room and I'll stay in the living room, but sometimes I'll be like on this dining table and he'll be on the couch and we'll do our own thing. Like whether it's like I'm on my computer and he's on thing for hours, like we just sit by ourselves. And I think that for him is enough. Sometimes it's not enough for him, for her, for sure. It's not enough for him. Because I'm okay with that. I'm like, okay, don't need to be around you. But he's like, I want like a day more of this. I'm like, that's fine. So that way I remove myself from the house. And I think that helps him instead of him going out. So he just wants, he's a homebody. He's like, he can love being home. He's a comfort creature. So I'm like, I think I'll get the hell out. And then you can take the space and really, really enjoy your time. So that's kind of what I did the other day. I just went to see my, I had a dance class and I just stayed out and I was just there. And then he got the entire night to himself and then went to bed. And then I showed up after he fell asleep and then we woke up and it was like, he's happy. Now he's happy. So That's I think awesome. we adjust around each other. And usually it's me. <laughs> no, but, it, but it's so great. It's great to hear that. Like you guys can have that open conversation, not, and not be offended by it. Right. Like in this case, he's the one who needs to be alone and how do you not take it personally so that maybe you can help people who are out there who are with somebody that needs alone time, but they're a little needier, you know? And so how do you make sure you don't internalize that as a you problem? I, I think a big part of it is realizing like, once you really understand that someone's needs are completely different from yours 
and really respecting that. It just comes as a matter of, like, to the point it is respect. That's it. Respecting that that's what they need. It has nothing to do with you. It's the way they cope. And just, I feel like I kind of do the whole, like, why don't we just flip the situation? What would you want? What would you want in your time to recuperate? And if I wasn't able to give you that, how would that make you feel? I always kind of do the flip thing. And then it, it really helps me and it helps him too to empathize. Um, but if I have it is just empathy, like understanding that it has nothing to do with you. And probably you need it too. Like if they're saying that they need alone time, you probably need it too. That means you're giving off some energy or you're taking in some energy that that's not necessarily healthy anymore. Mm-hmm. So just remove yourself. And you know, people, I think learning how to be alone is like, I think COVID really helped with that. People did learn how to be alone and some people are too alone. I get that too. But I think there is something beautiful that happens when you're alone. You, I don't know. I feel more recharged than I did when I was eight hours of sleep. Oh, I just totally. Take, you know what I mean? So I think understanding that it's probably beneficial for you too. It's like in a selfish way of like, how would it help you not take, to take offense to it? Probably helping you too. And then the other part of it is know that it's going to help them and us. And also um, it's better for, it's better than sleep. Yeah, because um, and everybody's different, right? Like for me, I need two two things. One, I need quiet, which means like, um, you know, when he he take we take turns to cook. So if he cooks, um, he likes music, podcast, something going. I like silence, and he's just like, "Oh, do you you don't want to play music or something?" I'm like, <laughs> "Nope, I just want." quiet maybe because like our world you know we're always in entertainment there's always fucking something going and meetings and blah. I'm like I don't want to talk I don't want to listen I just want quiet and and for me I need to physically be sometimes away like I need to take a walk I need to be in nature once in a while I used to do it like once a week I needed an afternoon I needed a me afternoon Um, and then when we met that became a little harder to get or time to get and then uh, and now I've I find it much harder living together. But uh, but I've tried to be like, OK, even if it's a walk, I just go and I take a walk around the block or, you know, half hour and I come back and I'm like, oh, OK, it just is something and it has nothing to do with him or anything. It's just how I recharge yeah. and I recharge by being alone. Yeah and nature sometimes. Absolutely. I think there is, I think what you just said is like, maybe even having that other person say it like that, like it has nothing to do with you. I just need my alone time. And that might help a person who is like, maybe takes offense to these things or is like, have an insecure or like a, or an anxious attachment style of like, they're abandoning me, they're leaving me. But I think there is a level of like communication of like, it's not about you. It's about me. I need this not hurting you. And then the same thing, this is about you. I need to respect this. It's not about me. And then separate. But I that, am all like, about the- when I dated or in the beginning, I told them everything that, cause I'm like, so aware I don't like cuddling. And, and I would literally be like, Hey, this is not a you thing. I don't, I don't cuddle. So like, please don't be offended. Like I'll lie with you for two minutes and then I have to turn the other, other way. way. I can't face you. It's like something about heat and like. Is it the same thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did the same thing. 
Yeah. I, I literally joke that. It, yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm literally, I was just telling a friend yesterday, if somebody saw us on the outside, they would think we hate each other <laughs> because I'm literally like, hi, good night. And I turn the other way and we both are like the other side the whole night. We had a whole thing about this. Cause like, I, I, I'm the big spoon. <laughs> we so, don't even spoon. We're like, <laughs> well, cause like sometimes I need like, um, I, I get cold and we keep it really cold in the house cause he gets very hot. Uh-huh. I get really cold. So then he's like my like space yeah. heater. So that way I go to go to him. But other times I'm like, I'm doing my own, like I sleep on the other side, but to fall asleep, sometimes I need comfort. And then I had a whole, we had a whole conversation about this because there was a period where he'd get into bed and immediately just like turn, like, hey, good night, and then turn. And I was like, okay, no, balance. We need some balance. I need a little bit of intimacy before we go to bed. I can't, like, especially nights we're like, well, I'm not like doing it or anything, but like, we had to go to bed soon. I was like, I need two minutes of your time to just like connect, make out a little bit, and then go to bed, turn away, and then go to bed. That's fine. But you cannot do the, Okay, boom. And it's like, we, and we, that took a while for him to understand, like, this is my need. I'm giving you what you want. Meet me in the middle for a little bit of mine. So it was like a conversation about, like, you have to meet in the middle. You can't just, like, do what you want to do. And that makes sense. I understand why I need it because I need that too. So it's not that I'm, like, not on the same page. There's just, like, a little bit more <laughs> that I need. But that was, like, a full, like, I had to be very, like, specific and also not be like, no, I need you to face me the entire time. Like, yeah or spoon me the entire night. Like, no, I get it. Like, do your thing. It's hot. You're, you can't sleep then. So I get it. Also, I mean, it, it's, this is the fun stuff, right? This yeah, is the stuff this that is nobody the, like, gets happens in relationships where you're having like these awkward conversations. Um, I had to have a conversation with my boyfriend because like after sex, it's very funny that he's the one who likes to talk. <laughs> I just want to go to bed. Yep. <laughs> and so I remember one time he was he started telling me a story when we were first dating about like when he was 12 years old and it was like after sex and I'm like dozing off I'm like uh-huh, uh-huh. and he's like you're not listening I was like listen bitch I'm like listen bitch I'm fucking I'm I just came I'm good <laughs> I, I'm ready to sleep I don't know you're bed. the only man I've ever met that's not but I am. So I guess my, maybe my I'm brain ready. is like going down. It's I'm like, yeah. it, is, it is calm and ready to go. I don't need <laughs> everything is relaxed. So sometimes like when he's just randomly retired or something, I'll just be like, so, you know, that time I was 12, I, <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Just to like, right back at him. <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. I love the, because I fall asleep a lot when in the middle of conversations or he does too. He just passes out. I keep talking sometimes, half asleep. So I'll just like, I'm a spoon. <laughs> no, the, the, then I'll see a, a random sentence and he's like, you're dreaming, aren't you? And I was like, oh, fuck. He's <laughs> like, go to bed, go to bed. It's, it's over. <laughs> That's so cute. I love it. Like rose gardens are not great. I don't like, like we were talking about family. <laughs> like make oh it God. interesting or I'm going to bed. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, why do you think, Shalini, it's important for people to maintain, you know, a healthy sense of self in a relationship? 
I just don't think it's healthy to be anyone else but yourself in some way. In some way. Like I think there's a there's accommodation and communication and adapting. But if you are not you, then I it's just like guaranteed that the relationship's gonna become volatile, unbalanced, unhealthy is the main thing. I think it's it's not conducive to a very, if you're like, it's a long game. It's a longevity game. The more you are so sure of who you are and are able to bring both of those people into relationship in a healthy manner, that's the only way it's going to work. I've, I've seen it go the other way. And so and like every single time I've seen it unbalanced that way, it's always turned into disaster because generally someone's compromising and how long can you compromise for? Not a long time. It will come mm. up and build up and then volcano out of there. So I, I, really think it's you prioritize on really knowing yourself and making sure that other person respects you for that journey that you're on to discover that and both sides of it yeah because so, we often yeah. tell people to be like whole before they get in a relationship, into relationship and yeah. then we forget that they also need to continue to be whole within it grow to be and and also the tough part that nobody likes to hear of course but relationships can end and life can happen and things can change. And it's happened to so many of us. I know it's happened mm -hmm. to me where you've come out of something that you've mm -hmm. given everything to and lost mm -hmm. yourself in. And then you come out and you're like, Oh wait. And then you're begging your friends back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, And it's like, not cute. Um, begging for some sem semblance of reality because your entire reality was an another person. Like, and that they can't would, yeah. fulfill every one of your no, needs. No, no, absolutely not. They will not fulfill any one of your needs. Only certain ones. And that was a, I think when you're, the healthiest place you can be is, if this person wasn't there, will I be okay? And will I be able to find myself? Will I be able to move on? Then that's a healthy relationship. Like, I think there is a wonderful thing of like, I never want, you to go away and I think I like that's for sure it's like a very deep 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 thought but I do know like at the end of the day he'll be fine and I'll be fine that that's when I knew ah we're finally in a healthy place like, there was places where it was going and that is part like partly that's why I think it's like find your like be whole before you get into a relationship if not you need to learn how to become whole in the relationship on your own self so yeah I do think like now we're finally like I'll be okay. You do your thing. You do that. There's no, it's the, the anxiousness of being together is not there anymore. And that's like, it's always like a, it's almost like balancing a scale, right? And you're always like rebalancing, balancing, rebalancing. It's just constantly teetering. Um, I mean, what would you tell somebody, like, how can they go about trying to prioritize themselves or rebalance that scale? Like what are some of the things you did? You obviously said communication, which is yeah. huge and important. Absolutely. Um, what else um, can people do? Communication, learning your communication styles and know that sometimes that doesn't work for the other person and adjusting to that. That was a big one we were learning this last year. Like I'm a very like a pursuer. I get very like upset and anxious if something doesn't work. I want to fix it immediately. And he like shuts off or runs away or makes runs away from the problem and makes it something about something bigger. And I'm like, can we just get back to the actual problem at hand? So there was a lot of back and forth and 
family issues and stuff that that come come into the relationship of course like any anyone if you're bringing in baggage then it's going to come into the marriage you're basically bringing your parents marriage into your own marriage is what i think yeah and it's that to undo that but then also learn from it is you're in the major process of that which is great i think we're in a much healthier place but um it, it took us a while to learn that i'm like okay i can't be this like pursuing i need to talk to him like in a very direct way i need to fix it now like i need to give him space i need to give him 15 to 30 minutes almost an hour to process what we talked about and then he can come and talk to me and then i also need to change my tone and there's so many like really technical things that help to find ourselves within this relationship and take the time away from each other which gave him space and me space to think about it um but other than like in terms of yes communication styles like Generally, like for me, I really need a full life outside of this relationship. So that means my own hobbies, my own friends that are solely mine, things that are solely mine and solely his. And we can come and talk about it with each other, but he doesn't have to be so involved with everything. Like I don't always hang out with, like I don't bring him when I hang out with my friends. He doesn't bring me when I hang out with his, he hangs out with his friends. Um, even like we talked about networking events or events and stuff like, yeah, you do your thing. I do my thing. You don't have to come to it. What are you going to do? Walk around with me? Like, don't be around me. Like, he's like, I don't want to be around you. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I think really cultivating your own life, um, outside of the relationship, which is, I think it's so much easier when you're older because you've already built something. Right. And then you're coming together. I think it's actually harder to come together in those instances because you've created such a full life. But that is, again, talking and like <clears throat> making each other involved in the right ways. not At the involved. right place, at the right, yes, time, right, place right and time. Right place, right time. Right people. Yeah. You can split like, you can split things up like my boyfriend does a poker night every Friday and it's like a guy's poker night. Yep. And he actually is the person out of the two of us who's more like wants me involved in everything. And yeah. it's very sweet. But so he's always like come to poker night. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to. He's like, no, but some of the other wives are there and they're talking. I'm like, but there's, they're Spanish. So I was like, they're speaking in Spanish. Let them also have their time. Cause it's probably like their <laughs> personal time to bond. And like, this is like a guy thing. And I don't need to interject myself in all yeah. the experiences, like go have fun, talk shit, do your thing, yeah. get it out of your system. And then, and then I also get a break. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And you get to have your life and yes. go meet your friends that you don't see that often. Or mm -hmm. yeah, I think there's also social life is just, I have a really hard time. Like there's so many social events or activities or people that you have to see. We have a, like a scattered, I don't have like a particular group. I like scattered friends all over. So it feels like every weekend or every week we have something that's just my friends, not even our friends that I, and then we have our friends and then we have his friends. So I'm like, look, if there's time to just do your, like the other day he asked, like they called you for dinner. If you want to come, like I'm having a bad day. I'm going to be terrible company. I just want to like, just be by myself at home. I'd really appreciate it. I'm just like, not in a good place. And he's like, got it. Understood. Totally see that left was gone for like five hours. And they were like, Hey, where is she? And she's like, she's not having a good day. And I think like being open about like not lying, saying she's busy or anything like, no, she's just not, she's not, having a good day she just wanted to be alone and the more we just say this and be like people can do their own thing and it's okay yeah. people go like oh that makes sense and because everyone has had those days 
everyone has had that feeling, exact feeling. Like, I don't want to hang out with my husband and his friends or boyfriend and his friends. I want to do my things on my own. I'm having a bad day. I want to sleep, sleep in tonight. And whatever it is, like, yeah, normalize that. Yeah. Normalize the idea that two people are individuals first. And, and like I said, the world also needs to normalize that. That, like, you know, we come, I don't know how your parents were, but we have, like, are my parents, his parents are like, they do every single thing together. But like my mom is more individualistic and she was always like, man, I don't know why your dad's always around. Like, I don't need him. And I I remembered growing up going like, no, I have to tell somebody that I can't always be present the way you need, but I will try to be there as much as I can. But sometimes like, I just don't want to go anywhere or I just want to do something else. Um, and I think, I don't know if this helps you, but I'm like a big, um, I'm pretty organized. So I like put everything in a calendar because I can't, I have a bad memory. So I have learned to like, just put schedule me time. This is, see, that's great. Like that's something you need. So that works for you. So like, I'll, especially massages, because I, I have anxiety. And so I'm like, my body will like hold it all in. And so I've learned like, oh, that's like a down me time. And I, I force it in a schedule. I'm like, I'm going to go here and go do this thing. And then sometimes I'll, you know, add like a walk with it or something that just makes it a few hours yeah. to myself. Freaking manicure or facial. I, yes. do, I like facials. It's like my. I need one right facial. now. Facials and massages. I go to like a spa here. And that's yep. Oh, massages are my life. I'm getting one this Sunday. Oh. This is, and it's like scheduling a massage. I'm like struggling right now. I I keep my calendar and I, I'm terrible at organizing it all the time. But this is the thing when you don't organize it, you're like, oh my God, I have to do It's true. <laughs> I could have canceled three days ago. Ah, it's like, I get it. But massage, that's a great, like, I think whatever helps you relax and unwind is like, it's different oh, for different scary. people, right? Somebody could be like, I, I like to play tennis. Somebody is like, I want to play video games. Somebody's like, I just want to read. Whatever it is, sometimes you just got to put it in your calendar because you can't give to somebody else if you're not taking care of yourself. Yes, that is 100. That is a fill your cup first. And then I notice when I am so taxed by like either giving too much into the relationship or giving too much to my friends, I'm terrible company. Yeah. Like I will be bitchy. I'll be like self-centered. I just like, I can feel myself taking like vampiric energy and I come home and I'm like, Oh my God, I hated myself today. Why? Because I've just like, I've just, I'm drained. I'm fully drained and I haven't had a day to just do me. And I'm going to do that now tomorrow. And then the minute I do that, I'm like a different like light. I'm like, this is great. Who's this girl? She's She's fucking fun to be around. And everyone <laughs> oh, was back to light. Yes. Be I the can... light. Um, Shalini, thank you so much. Um, this was such a fun episode and like learning how you kind of put yourself first and hopefully people listening can can have those conversations with people, whether you're dating them now or you're in a relationship or you're going to be, um, it's better to let people know how, what you need to recharge. Absolutely. You're not totally done. Yeah, I know. You, you have something called six questions. Oh, great. 
So we we um, do the segment called Six Questions. We ask every guest the same six questions. It's like our version of Oprah's Super Soul Sunday kind of, but but about love. So, uh, Sean, you ready for your six questions? Yes. All right. And it's like rapid fire, so don't think about it too much. Whatever comes to your head. Um, now, this is sort of just like a, ge- a generic thing, but wh- what is the first thing you would notice about a potential partner? Um, kindness. Nice. Uh, what is one deal breaker? Um, um, when someone puts you down, like in just yeah. general terms, we try to impress you by putting you down and come mm-hmm. out, run away. What turns you on? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Confidence. Ah, nice. One. Not ego confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships? Um, I'm very giving and loving. Um, I have a temper. I'm, I'm, I'm direct and I have a short fuse, so. I do, too. Yeah. Uh, any relationship. <laughs> Especially my 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 dad. And yep, my mom, <laughs> my brother, my brother, most. <laughs> um, what is love? Safety. Hmm. Nice. And besides, I love you. What three words would you want your partner to tell you? I understand you. Ooh, good one. Nice. Uh, well, Shalini, how can everyone find you and all your work and all the fun things? Um, I'm on Instagram, Shalini underscore Bethina. And yeah, that's big. That's the bigger one. And then my website and stuff, which I haven't updated in a while, but you know, it's there. <laughs> well, guys, we're going to have all of Shalini's uh, links in the description of this episode. So make sure you follow her. Um, thanks so much for being on the show. You're, you, we still have one more episode with you. Yeah. You're not going away. But uh, but this was super fun. And guys, make sure you follow us too. We're on social media. We're at Kind of Dating Across the Board. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, Natasha dot Chandel on TikTok because I'm totally complicated, Shalini. That's love why. I love it all. I like to make everybody think. Um, thank you guys for downloading this episode. Please tell a friend, rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Also send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Kinda Dating is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Kinda Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host. Adam Pineless and Karina Uribe are producers. Our opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.